Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we're I Beat It First. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Oh, God. This oh, might God. Be the, this oh might be God. the biggest beer that I've cracked. Should I just drink this out of the crawler instead yes, of a glass? Yes, you fucking should just drink it out of the crawler. <laughs> but it might get warm. I have like this whole like like ice bag it won't. Like, thing I'm here not, that I can set it in. There's no way 32 ounces of beer is going to get colder than you're going to pound through that shit in this podcast. Oh man, but this is all I have. True. You're it's, still, it's you're ten, not going to, you'll be fine. It's 10.4% alcohol. Yeah, you're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> just think of it as a pint of whiskey. You'll be fine. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. All right. It's Monday, everybody. Let's get fucked. <laughs> Yay. Yay. It's March 2, the 2nd. And yes. this is your I Beat It First podcast. It's March 2, 2. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since we already kind of started talking about mine, uh, I have a Belgian quad from State 48 Brewery here in Phoenix, Arizona. As I said, it is about 10.4% alcohol. Um, and it's a crowler, which is nice. Really big. Which one is it? I didn't. It's, the, it's just the Belgian quad. They didn't have like oh, the a Belgian cool quad. name yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, they didn't have a cool name for it, like the the hell bitch or anything like that. Which kind of sucks, but you know, it's okay. State Forty Eight is quickly becoming one of my favorite uh, breweries in the I area. I know they had so many fucking locations. They have a, they have a lot of yeah. They started expanding too. quickly. Yeah, yeah. They they've got one in Surprise. They've got the Funk House Brewery, which is at Westgate. They've got a downtown one uh, on Van Buren, the one that I went to on Hayden. And then I guess they have one at Norterra, which I had no idea that there's one in Norterra. So, wow. All right. I could have gone there when I took Ronan to see uh, My Hero Academia. Could have gotten some food there instead of going to Mellow Mushroom. They're much better than Mellow Mushroom, too, in my opinion. Yes, they are much better than Mellow Mushroom. Although I also wasn't drinking beer that night, but that's okay. This beer is dark as fuck. Yep, and just as delicious as I remember it being on Saturday. <laughs> this is going to go down way too easily, folks. Oh, God. Okay, Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, I got one of my favorite local brewers as well. Uh, Husbrew Company got their Magic in the Ivy Pale Ale. Nice. Hoppy Balanced Magic. And so on the back it says, a nicely hot pale ale with hints of fresh grapefruits and citrus. This refreshing local wonder is a Midwest tribute to the Chicago Cubs' ivy-covered outfield wall. There's a song, too. No. <laughs> it, it's going to be that stupid Cubs song, isn't it? Probably. It doesn't actually list the song. Oh, okay. It's that stupid. It's the stupid Cubs song. Don't don't even think about it. Does, right. does it just say, there's a song, too? Yeah. Double <laughs> exclamation mark. And then it says, pair this with roasted meats, barbecue ribs, smoked bacon cheeseburgers, cheddar, or Colby cheese. Some cheddar cheese. What about sausage? No sausage? No sausage. No sausage. sausage. That, that can't be a, a beer for Chicago if there's no sausage. Yeah, but you got your roasted meats and your barbecue ribs. Your cheddar. <laughs> Wait, is, that, is that Boston? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Boston. Can I park yeah. my car in Harvard Yard? <laughs> no, you can't park your car in Harvard Yard. It's wicked hard. <laughs> When you said that you had your favorite local brewery, when you started turning that around, I couldn't see the label. I swear to God, I thought it was a Natty Ice, and I was going to punch you through the <laughs> I was going to, I would think for sure it was going to be a Natty Ice, too. I was just like, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it to turn that around. Well, that's not local. Yeah, I thought you were going to be a dick about it. <laughs> I got it from my local Circle K. I should. Locally source hard seltzer. <laughs> Tapped at the source. 
the sewage drain pipe just outside of my house. Is there even a place that has like, hey, we make hard seltzer here? I don't yes. even think any place wants to admit that. Like they have hard seltzer. I've seen hard seltzer on tap and stuff like that, but never been like, we Doesn't make Four it here. Does have a hard seltzer? Oh, probably. They have that limeade thing. Well, yeah, Is it a hard uh, seltzer though? No. No, it's not. That's why Ann likes it. Man, now I'm going to look because I could have sworn I remembered like a, no. Oh, cactus water. It's a hard seltzer style beer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Sounds horrible. <laughs> it it looks God. It looks like it's like prickly pear. Which can we it get it? Is. Cactus can we water. get can we get it yeah, for seltzer yeah. con? Bright pink prickly pear spiked seltzer. Yes. We will get this for seltzer con if they have it available yes. to uh, God no, I'm gonna have to get a growler of it. They might get. get they might have, have cans. Maybe every, every picture that I see of it is in a taster at the tap house. I mean, the point of SeltzerCon is to be absolutely destroyed for a weekend. It's only four point one percent alcohol, so we'll be have no problem getting through a growler. Yeah, but that means that I have to sit through a growler of that. <laughs> you've had prickly pear stuff before. It's super sweet. Only if they use the fake extract. The regular prickly pear can be super sweet. Mm-hmm. Can super sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Um, Jason, I have a special pack from Session uh, Beer. They're, they're in Portland. Sorry, not not local at all. Um, but I have their like flavor pack. So I have a. So once again, Jason didn't get the memo. I didn't get the memo. Nope. But I also have whiskey, <laughs> so I'm happy about that. Is that whiskey from here? Mm, sure. No <laughs> memo. No memo. I got it from my Costco, if that counts. Locally sourced? Locally sourced Costco. Locally sourced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. But okay. speaking of, we did mention SeltzerCon. Yep. What is SeltzerCon? We should probably bring that up. SeltzerCon is the IB to First crew finally doing something that they fucking talked about forever in a goddamn day. We are going to do an all-seltzer episode. We're driving up to Pine. We're going to hang out in Pine Chris's... Top. Pine Top, sorry. Pine yep. Top. In Chris's parents' lake house. <laughs> and get smashed on seltzer. I don't know what point in the in the uh, podcasting set we're going to actually start recording. We might start do it at the beginning. We might do it about a 12-pack deep each. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it could be sloppy gross. The one thing I do know is that we will have to prep our news ahead of time since there's no internet there. That's right. Yep. <laughs> we'll all be looking at our phones. What's the news? Well, that's it. as long as I got like like internet on my phone, then I could do that easily. That's yeah, fine. you got it on your yeah. phone. Yeah, I just create a hot button and pull my laptop out and do that. That's yeah, fine. there you go. We're good. No problem. We're good. But yeah, but yeah I'm looking forward to trying some horrible, horrible seltzers. The The goal is to get ones that we haven't had really before. Yes, like we want right. to find the Four Loco. Love to find that PBR. Yeah, the PBR seltzer. Definitely got to find that one. So I think a, Bud Light just released too. Yeah, Bud so Light released yeah, Bud theirs. Light. I've had that yet. Oh, they have that at Keegan's. I saw that pull up in my, when I was searching. <laughs> when I was doing that search for Arizona hard seltzer, it pulled up Bud Light seltzer. Like, oh, Gross. Ugh. It's gonna be so bad. It's gonna make a ham seltzer yet. Ham seltzer. There's a PBR seltzer. Yeah. Nope, that's natty. Oh, that's because it's it's technically the natty light one. Hams. Yeah, the hams one is technically natty light. Fucking 
Ham's Special Light. So regular beer, Ham's beer. $13.68 a 30 pack. <laughs> I'm going to get so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Is it any wonder that I was able to sneak this from my dad growing up? <laughs> Oh, it's not good either. It's, it's really not good. Ham's is a special place, but yeah, it's <laughs> a special place in hell. It's not beer. great. <laughs> anyway, onto the news. Onto the news because we have lots of news. We have lots of uh, news. Here's the funny thing, though, is we have lots of news, and some of this will linger on, and some of it is in here just for fun, um, and it goes with some cer- certain things. Uh, the coronavirus has succeeded in ruining GDC for 2020, everybody. And a completely unrelated note, Alan Dang has now drank way too much Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know who Alan is, Alan uh, is, a, is a great video game producer that was on with us during E3. And he had a second year in a row panel at GDC where he was going to be talking uh, about making indie games and everything that goes into it. And that got canceled now. <laughs> Of course, oh, yeah. which sucks because he's a good he's a good guy. But he's a good guy, and he has, he knows a lot of great shit. So like he he had that thing all prepped and ready to go, and now nothing. E three E three still saying that they're gonna be going full stream ahead though. Yep, yep, yep. That was uh, further on down the list here. That E three is saying that they are moving forward with e, or ESA is saying that they're moving forward with E three. So we'll wait and see. I guess yeah. <laughs> we're we're kind of uh, wondering when our when we should start booking our hotels because we don't want to lose our refund or re- lose our deposits and whatnot because that would suck. It Balls. should hopefully be within a month. We should know within a month of a few things, either that it's definitely spreading a little bit faster and then the chances of canceling are a lot higher or there's going to be a vaccine and we'll be fine. Speaking of vaccines coming from China, Pandemic Sims Plague Inc. was pulled from the Chinese app store. Because they did an update in December before the coronavirus bullshit that so okay the way the way that Plague Inc works is the like you start the game and some kind of like pandemic starts up like somewhere in the country in the world the update that they had the one specific really weird flu like thing mm-hmm. that came always started in China <laughs> <laughs> and then a then what less than a month later. This all fucking happens. <laughs> they knew. They Welcome knew. to 2020, folks. God, what have we been through? We have been through possible World War Three. We've now been through this. Fuck. Australia so on much. fire. Australia on fire. Like, literally, just, like, 80% on fire. Um, yeah, so much. So much. Oh, man. Okay, uh, in other news that popped up, I think this was today that I saw this headline, and it was it was the funniest headline that I could have read. Bethesda was surprised how uninterested players were in Fallout 76's PvP. Oh my god. They should have just said it in Fallout 76 and ended it right there. Well, like, that nobody. too. But people people were interested in Fallout 76. True. But nobody really gave a shit about doing PvP. Like, that's not really the Fallout thing. No, all that, all that yeah. anybody wanted was they wanted to play a fucking Fallout game with their buddies going around committing, completing missions. Yeah, I don't and need to kill my buddies. They're just like... We're not going to deliver that no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to deliver a 
basic spin-off of a crap game here for you that doesn't that's empty and has no NPCs and your interactions are going to be with your friends haha but it's not playing <laughs> a Fallout game now and then all right, oh oh you want to play with your friends all right how about you play with your friends to kill your other friends still not a fucking Fallout game like just <laughs> just let me play Fallout with my friends like how hard that's was this? All we want, <laughs> all we want to do, just make it so that my wife wakes up with me, like when we like are cry, like cryogenically unfrozen, and make that player too. The rest of it, you could have not changed a single goddamn thing. I mean, like, hey, there's two people now. <laughs> so dumb, so fucking dumb. I don't understand it. Oh man, yeah, it, it's fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's so stupid. Oh, man, I, I can't believe it. Oh, well. <laughs> all right, next on the the news that we have. Uh, all right, we'll get this out of the way. Today, the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo dropped on the PlayStation Store. Woo! Downloaded. Woo. It's, it's like three hours long. Yeah, it's worth it's worth playing. It's worth uh, the little bit. Um, you get an idea of what the battle system is, which was smart, just because I'm like the top two things that people are complaining about. It's like, well, it's not going to be the same feel because it's a different battle system, which it is, and it's nowhere near as bad as 15, 13, 12. <laughs> 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 they actually did a really good job of keeping it more active uh, and fun while not removing a lot of the strategy. So right. I akin it to more to Crisis Core, which was a PSP title where you're playing as Zack. Um, that one was a little bit more ATB, but there's a weird uh, slot machine mechanic. That slot machine's not there. It's now yeah, more. Yeah, that was the, all cards, right? It wasn't cards. It was, it was literally a slot machine. Yeah, it was. It was still weird. Um, yeah, it we, but like it was cards. supposed to be like a card-based system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, but this it, is more like there. Kingdom Hearts a little bit. Where you're acting, but the Kingdom Hearts, you can still just get all spammy. I mean, this one, there's definitely a strategy in, in managing your magic and your attacks and your ultimate limit breakers and all jazz like that. I mean, you had to put a lot of strategy into Kingdom Hearts because Donald Duck sucked. He was like the worst fucking partner that you could ever have. So you had to you had to bank on both him sucking and you sucking at the same time. Meanwhile, Goofy with his shield, OP as fuck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Speaking of not being as bad as Final Fantasy 15, hey Chris, would you like to have a super hot Tifa theme for your PS4? Sure. Sure. Get ready to eat a whole bunch of Butterfingers because apparently they've done a big thing with Ferrero Rocher who makes those little hazelnut balls, but they also own Nestle now. And if you buy two candy bars, you can then start redeeming codes for... For a Tifa theme for your PS4. Yeah, it, it, as long as it's just like not needed stuff tie-ins. If there's a Butterfinger truck where you can buy power-ups from that'll affect your game, then I'll complain again like it's it did for 15. Yeah. <laughs> I hope to God there's not. Oh, Medgar man. better not lay a finger on my Medgar Butterfinger. <laughs> Get the Senron size. Avalanche is fighting for your freedom and for the sweet, delicious taste of Frau Rocher. <laughs> I love hazelnut. <laughs> Get me some. You know what Cloud likes? Cloud likes crunch bars. Sephiroth eat, eats uh, uh, Hershey bars. Don't be like Sephiroth. <laughs> okay. Completely unrelated note. Mildly related. How good would a Butterfinger be with Nutella? No, thanks. I don't, I'm not a big chocolate candy bar fan i like butterfingers though that's like a mm -hmm. that's that's one of the ones that i'm like i like that 
Butterfingers, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and that's kind of about it. I take that Those back. Like I really like caramel. I really like caramel Nutella. That would be good. I'd eat okay. that. Mm. Like a Milky Way? Oh, the Milky Way is Mars. That's a yes, nugget. I, I would say... Uh, I'm trying to think what a caramel one is. Oh, like a hundred grand with... Ooh, uh, with the Krispies? Yeah, with Krispies and Fuck Nutella. Yeah. Blam. That would cool. be a win. I, I'd buy that for some tea fish shit. <laughs> is that the uh the ib first candy bar that we're selling there you go yes it's the IB, called, uh, IB, i beat your bar first no it's the uh it's tifa's bountiful bosom <laughs> no it it's, comes, it's it garrett's bountiful pairs. chocolate bar <laughs> i'm not garrett oh, barrett man. barrett whatever barrett, yeah. yeah barrett <laughs> Okay, um, let's let's just jump around here so that we we're not like keeping everything all together. Um, if you buy a Mac Pro, don't buy the four hundred dollar wheels <laughs> because they're four hundred dollar wheels for a reason. Not because Mac likes to overprice stuff, but because they're actually really good casters. So if your floor is slightly tilted, it will fucking roll away, <laughs> and there's no locks on them. Pro tip. Unless your company is buying it for you, just don't buy a don't Mac buy Pro. It. Yeah. <laughs> just don't do Pro it. Pro tip. Take that one to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, there, there's been a lot of people that had gotten their hands on it and they set it down. They're like, don't set this on your desk because your desk is definitely not like 100% level and it will slide right off. But they set it on a like a, a finished concrete floor and they just like let it go. And that concrete floor had just the slightest grade on it. And it's all started rolling downhill. Does it not have locks like no, any there's other? No locks on them. So you're paying a lot more for casters that are a step back in technology. Yes. yes. So this They're is a, a step Mac, this is a Macintosh a product. Back. I get it. I get it. Yes. I get it out. <laughs> One step forward, three steps back. So my uh um that means Apple is probably gonna buy Bethesda or not Bethesda Blizzard here soon. Be like, haha, we finally bought the other way the around gaming company that we wanted. Other way around. You think Blizzard's gonna buy Apple? I don't think that Blizzard would ever. Anyway, no. whatever. Who cares? That's the backwards way for China to actually have all controlling stake in Apple. Ooh, there you go. That's right. Yeah, Tencent. Tencent taking over the world. That's right. All right, who's ready for another hot take? Forbes wrote the dumbest article I've ever read in my life the other day. The headline was, I don't think Sony is going to reveal the PS5 in February. Posted on February 29th, 2020 at 9.06 a.m. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not yeah. wrong. He's also fucking stupid. <laughs> Why? He said he doesn't think. <laughs> I mean, there's still like some hours left in the day. This was, no, Jason's right. He wrote he doesn't think. He's, yeah. <laughs> this was totally written like that Monday, and then he totally forgot to post it. And he's just like, fuck. Uh, it's still February. There's <laughs> still like 15 hours left in the day. We're good. That's right. <laughs> it's all right. Don't worry about it. Nobody will notice the post date. It's okay. Nobody and will I, care. And like, I went through this hard looking to like is this just an update like is that the updated time nope no update it was legit posted at nine o'clock in the morning on the 29th no fucking shit it's not happening in february dude say what you will about like our website where we don't update all that often but at least we're not like putting out spam blast like this shit 
Yes. Mm-hmm. No clickbait bullshit, except for the Dreamcast too. <laughs> it's not clickbait. That was it wasn't clickbait. Hopes, that was hopes a, and dreams. It was a legit April Fool's joke <laughs> that ruined people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, no, no. Um, this is an April Fool's joke. No, nah, I think it's gonna happen. I think you guys are on something here. No, it's it, it specifically says April Fool's like three times in this article. No, nope. no, this is happening. Nope. You guys are you guys are geniuses. Okay. They'll have them. In, they'll have them all over in those new Atari hotels. They're totally gonna build. Yes. yes. Thanks a lot for your help, Noster Dumbass. All right. Uh, let's see here. Alien Hominid Invasion Invasion is in development for PC, Switch, and Xbox One, which I think is awesome because if you haven't played Alien Hominid. It was a fun ass game back on the PS2 and the Xbox. And may, this may, is sorry, right? maybe by the same people that did Castle Crashers, right? Yep. Yeah. Same people that did Castle Crashers and Fat Princess. Yes, and Fat Princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's completely updated. It's not like originally I thought that it was just going to be like some stupid remaster. It's completely updated. The gameplay is much faster, but you're still a yellow alien gutting FBI agents, which is awesome. And it's going to have up to four player co op. Cool. It's going to be can't wait for that. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to play the shit out of that one. Get Ronan in on that. Uh, PAX did not get ruined completely by the coronavirus, and they gave us a really fucking long look at Baldur's Gate 3, and it's fucking pretty. It's very pretty. Did anybody else watch, like, most of the playthrough? Uh, I, watched I watched a lot of it, yeah. I watched, like, 20 minutes of one playthrough on one video where he got party wiped. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the one where he accidentally like slapped the other girl in the face with his sword. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Nothing's better than watching a demo from a dev and they fuck up like on stage or just during the during the demo. Like when we watched uh, the dev do the uh, the sniper demo for us at E3 this last year, and he's like, "Whoops!" And we're like, "Ah, it's all right. Don't worry about it." <laughs> it's just fun to see them do it because you know what. They're human too, everybody. And that's how you know it's real. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is how you know it's real, unless he's really good at following scripts. But it's it's much more fun when they fuck up on them. Like every player at a Microsoft conference. God. Oh my God, those are so bad. <laughs> uh, Blizzard says that they want to make the Diablo 4 couch co-op even better. Yeah, don't you guys have phones? Yeah. I have phones. Does that mean that I'm going to chat with my phone? No, yeah. you, you can play, you can play Diablo on your phone, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want to. I'm gonna play Diablo on, on my PS5 <laughs> with your phone. No, <laughs> no, you I want to, my phone over have, there. In order to do it, you have to sign in through your portal with Diablo Immortal. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way you're gonna get it. Oh, what's their fucking battle net? It's gonna be like yeah, battle net, yep. net battle. They'll come up with some other stupid thing you have to sign up for. But I did like right, uh, how they showed where also on PC you could remap the uh, right click now. So it can just be attack or movement. doesn't have to be both. Or you can switch out to controller on PC as well. Yeah. Good. That's kind of nice. Hooray. Yeah. We're no longer playing like Diablo 2 and 1. Yeah. <laughs> or 3. Technology has gotten better and they've they've evolved with the times. Woohoo. Oh, man. Uh, Chris sent over an amazing article. Oh, wait. No. Did I send that over? Who knows? Jap- Japan has a cool oh, yeah. gamer bit. You sent now. that over. Oh, yeah. yeah. You oh, tagged me as like. Reddit, Reddit was blowing up with this shit all day today. <laughs> like all the stuff that they were bringing out about this gamer bed. It's the best. All right. This gamer bed 
It's totally awesome. It's a neat wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> Japan didn't have be. enough problems with meats already. Let's yeah. get them the wet dream. It is a it is a a twin or a single bed. Single. Like it's, it's not big. Um, with two uh, arm mounted screens at the end, uh, a a little like shelf to put your video game consoles. Um, a wheeling nightstand that you can have your snacks and stuff in like a little bin. You can put your lotion on top. It's got they, cup holders. Yeah, it's got cup holders. It's got like a me- like this big long memory foam pillow that just goes along the back of it. It's I can't believe this fucking bed. You'll I never get one. out. You'll I want like one. <laughs> the, the point is to like even lock yourself in. Like you pull your snacks closer, encasing the entire bed. So there's no yeah. way you just stand up and get out of bed. It's it's so awesome. <laughs> it is amazing. It is. I would have been like like thirteen year old me would have been like mom, 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 mom. No contest, mom. mom. Bed, mom, bed. <laughs> She's like, but you're never gonna get out of bed. Yeah, but then you don't have to see me. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> just just load my cup noodle into my cup noodle holders because I have two of them. And hey, there's enough uh, room for a Keurig on that thing too. There's two. You can use there's that to, to heat up the water for your cup noodle as well. So you know options. Yeah, <laughs> options. We just need a toilet in some way, and we're golden. <laughs> just order uh, your food through Amazon. Like, hey, yeah, door code says bring it up to me. <laughs> well, no, you just you move your bedroom. Like, if you have a two story house, you move your bedroom down to the first floor, and then you put this gamer bed right next to the window. And then you tell you put the special instructions for the Amazon delivery guy. Go through the back gate, third window on the right. Typical <laughs> service knock. window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just just knock. Um, if the shades are drawn, wait a couple minutes. I might be rubbing one out. Yeah, I'm baiting. <laughs> <laughs> Which you think you would plan out your baiting around to not be you around can't. the delivery? Baiting calls, man. Baiting calls. <laughs> you can't, man. They'll tell you that they're ten stops away. And then it'll be like three hours later, or they'll tell you that they're 15 stops away and they'll be at your front door. Boom. Like, who knows? You can never trust Amazon, especially considering they'll come into your house and deliver your groceries for you. Oh, even better. Yeah, then you don't have to worry about it. Hey, I'm just baiting. Don't worry about it. Leave it right there. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we want to make sure that they deliver them into that room. That's, That's why you move your bed into the room with your front door. Uh, <laughs> move your bed into the living room. Into the living room. <laughs> the just, formal living room. Just get a studio apartment. You're, you're good. There you go. Yeah, why are we even fucking around? Whoa, just get a studio whoa. apartment. Whoa. So mom's going to buy me a gamer bed and my own apartment? Sold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could probably sell your house and get like some shithole apartment and this gamer bed and be able to live at least... A month. <laughs> it would be a pretty know, awesome man. month. If you're man. not going out. Yeah, you're not going out. That's true. You're yeah, not going out. You're not going out, man. And you're just eating cup noodle. Oh shit, dude! You could do this for a while. Mm-hmm. Dude, I know what's gonna happen. The sheets Danny are black, so you don't have to worry about much. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Actually, that's a bad idea. The sheets are oh, white. True, 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 true. Wait, true. no, there's no good color. Like Cheetos, <laughs> Cheetos dust is gonna get on everything. Semen's gonna get on everything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's man. no good color for this. Maybe orange. I, I think that your best bet is to go orange. <laughs> Either way, Google search the Japanese gamer bed. You'll not be yes. disappointed. Yes. It's so awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, analyst John Petty has gone on record saying that Intel's graphics card will be a game changer for GPU shipments in 2020. Good. <laughs> Good. I hope they do. I hope they, they, they release something that's just so RD. amazing. 
hearty chuckle out of reading that. He's like, he's not giving any specific numbers. He just says it's going to be a game changer. So he's basically just throwing that out there so that when it, like, you know, the 5% chance that it actually does happen, he'd be like, called it. It was me. Just like every other fucking analyst. They all do that bullshit. They call, they call so many different shots just so that they can say that they called it. It's yeah, just- they're also paid. Hey, yeah. say something good about Intel. All right. Is the flop technically a game changer? Ooh. <laughs> if it fails. Ooh. Wait, it could do it could do harm to Nvidia sales to where the markets. No, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe like, it'll be a game changer because it'll force gamers to be on the fucking payload. On the payload? Yeah, that's some deep gamer knowledge right there, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, Killer Queen Black has received a permanent price drop on the Nintendo Switch to nine ninety nine, and Yay. on Steam too, right? Uh, I think so. I think so. I think it was on Steam too. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was everywhere. It was. It was nine ninety nine. It's so such a fun game. It's, Black. it's so worth it. I mean, it's obviously dropping because no one's buying it because it's not Killer Queen. Like it's a fun game. Yeah, nine ninety nine on Steam. It's a great game. You should definitely buy it if you like Killer Queen. Get Killer Queen. This is the way you're going to be able to play at home, super cheap. But it's still it, like it, it's it's like I told you guys earlier. It's the meme. It's a famous meme. Mom, can we go play Killer Queen now? Nah, we have Killer Queen at home. Killer Queen at home. Kick you be. Literally. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> On the plus side, and we talked about this uh, like a month and a half ago, they did do an update to where now you can do eight controllers. So eight people on a single console. Yeah, that's so dope. I mean, that's, if you magically have seven friends that want to come over and play Killer Queen, there you go. Or anywhere to do it, because I mean, that's what makes it fun is when you're there playing with people and stuff like that. I mean, no, no one, no one's playing Killer Queen by themselves, being like, "This is a great, like, enjoyable experience that I'm having right now." I promise you. No, there's no single person that's just like, "Oh, I'm so glad I bought this by myself," and I don't talk to my friends or play with them. Right. You know, I'm gonna say one silver lining thing on this. That it doesn't seem like creating a console version of this has hindered the sales and the want for the cabs. Totally. Which is good. If anything, it definitely accentuated the need for it. Because, again, it's not Killer Queen. People play their Killer Queen Black at home. They get their fix, but then you're just like, nah, man, I need the pure stuff. Yeah. You go out and you stand there with a single button and a joystick that moves only left and right and call it a day. That's right. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, uh, let's see here. Raspberry Pis are now coming with two gigs of RAM and still only $35. Good for them. Yeah. Hey, we, technology got cheaper for us. We're going to make it better, but we're not going to make it more expensive. Hooray. And they actually went, They so they've always been $35, and they actually, they actually did the math for inflation and said that for inflation, this should actually be $40, but we still give it to you for $35. <laughs> okay. It's, yeah, it's fine. They work really well for what for what a lot of people need them to do. Emulation, yeah. emulation, creating, dude. Even even if you just use these for creating like kick ass uh, video stitchers, you can make some crazy HDMI video stitchers with these things. True, for way cheaper than buying some of the like super expensive hardware. You can buy like a or you can build an, a four by four or an eight by eight like video stitcher. For way cheaper than buying like a $3,000 piece. Actually, what would be really interesting, uh, I haven't remembered for a while, but I think Plex Media Server either requires four or two gigs. And if it only requires two, then you have the makings 
of a real great media server with a NAS, and you don't have to buy a NAS. Hmm. Let's see. You could just do a bed of hard drives connect to the to this running on Plex media server, and you have a cheap, easy to run media server, and that'd be amazing. Uh, Atom one point two, Core i three, eight gigs of RAM. Eight gigs, damn. All right. Now. Uh, they, they, they've continually gone up, although that might be, hang on, I'm going to look for another source real quick. Keep talking. I just want to have my pirate hat on to use my raspberry Pi. We've gone like 30 minutes into this podcast and we haven't talked about my background yet. <laughs> I don't want to, Eric. It's quite distracting. want to. In general, Plex Media Server doesn't require large amounts of RAM. Two gigabytes of RAM is typically more than sufficient, and, and some installs, particularly Linux-based installs, can often happily run with even less. Of course, more RAM won't hurt you and will certainly be helpful if you're also doing other things on your computer. Interesting. That there might be something go. I look into a little bit more deeply then, because that's been the thing that's hold, held me up for a lot, because my router is ready to do all of that, but to run Plex, it's not. And so I don't want to have my computer on all the time just to run Plex. And if I could have a Raspberry Pi doing it, along with a little bit of Pi hole action, that might be pretty good. Yeah, be careful with the uh, the data caps from Cox, though. Yeah. That one terabyte data cap might get you. Well, I'm not going to, like, make it a public media server. Mm, okay, then that's fine. All right. Uh, <clears throat> going into what I find to be hilarious news, the Promise Neverland live-action anime... So, live action adaptation of the anime. There you, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, has gotten into a casting controversy because they cast a Japanese woman instead of a black woman for Crone. Which, good. They should give him shit for that. At the same time, though, I imagine the amount of black women that can speak Japanese and are an actress is very and look limited. Like Crone. And look like, yes. well, it doesn't have to even look like Crone because the Japanese woman doesn't look like shit like Crone. But, like, just to even get there, I think is a very limited window. I, that that's the only reason I can imagine that they're just like, uh, we can't. We couldn't. I don't know. I I think it's just it's funny because now it's like it's one of those things of when we talked about how uh, they asked a bunch of people in Japan, like on streets, about the the American version of Ghost in the Shell, and they're like, I don't see the problem. Scarlett Johansson looks a lot like the major, actually. Mm -hmm. like, that's what the character mm -hmm. looks like. I don't see what's this whitewashing stuff. Um, and we do this stuff all the time, and now people are, are giving them shit for it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the only people that are really having a problem with this are people in America. I'm pretty sure that that's what it was, because all the tweets that I saw were in pretty good English. <laughs> Wait, no, that could not mean America. Shit. Uh -huh. <laughs> Definitely not the South. <laughs> that was a double layer joke there Chris I don't know if you meant it to be but that was prime oh no he, <laughs> he did <laughs> nice good job Chris yay, yay. <laughs> alright uh, Super Smash Brothers is doing a weird crossover with Warframe for some reason and they've been doing a couple of them. To, it's like you don't get characters in game. You get stickers when you do the World of Light. Wait, what? Is Warframe yeah. even playable on the Switch? No. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a rated... It's a T. It's an M-rated game. Yeah, I was going to say, the, like you're shooting people. You're murdering. <laughs> it's robots, but still. 
Space ninjas. Space ninjas. Yes. So they have a Lotus as a spirit on in the world of Light Spirit Board. Okay. I don't know why. I, I can't figure it out. It started on the 28th, though. It okay. Makes no sense to me. I don't. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Smash. Uh, one of the things I didn't put on here, but I, I'll talk about it right now, is that apparently after this season of the Fighter Pass, they they don't have any current plans to add any more characters to Smash. So like they've gone on record saying that. Granted, they could change their minds at any moment, but like that's that's what they have said. So we'll see. But there are like so many weird things happening with Smash right now. I don't know. There was like there's other ones that they did with like different crossovers over the last month that have just been like what. Like Resident Evil. Well, that makes sense because there's another Capcom. Like, no, titles. it was Resident Evil Two, like the new Resident Evil that isn't on the Switch <laughs> on the Spirit Board. Well, I mean, again, that, I think that has to come with Capcom. Yeah, but it's still weird. It's weird, but not as, <laughs> nearly as weird as Warframe that has no no other ties, no other thing. Is Warframe big in Japan? Well, it's maybe. Big? I, d- I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they, they got their own convention and shit like that now. So, I mean, it's big enough to be a thing. Well, I know it's big. The question is, is if it's big in Japan. Like, that's one of those. Really it must stuff. fucking be if they're like, gonna put it into Switch. I guess so. All right. Uh, GeForce now has started turning into a major train wreck, unfortunately. Not because the service is bad, but because of horrible licensing rules. Yep. Anybody care to weigh Actually, in on this? Actually, Warframe is on Switch. Is it really? Yeah. Is it really? Hmm. Still won't play it. Anywho, it's a good free game though. <laughs> mm-hmm. So cool. It, it was a good free game. I just I'm not on, I'm not big on online play. Um, I, I think it's weird what's happening with GeForce now to where it's a good system. People don't have to develop for it like with Stadia, and they're losing out on it because of weird technicalities that you have with licensing for PC games. Yeah, licensing yep. will destroy us all. See on how hard all these companies are fighting for their IPs but they won't fight this hard for when we buy a copy of it. Exactly. And part of what they what they say is that they keep saying like, well, you know, you're just installing it on another like virtual machine. Like, yeah, it's the same as if I build a new computer. I own the license for it. Right. Yep. It's dumb. It's dumb. Well, I, I blame Stadia for a lot of this too. The, nobody was ready. Nobody was prepared. And yeah, it was Google. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's all a shit show. Is that another Huss? It is. Nice. Ooh, How you doing on your 32? Right Told you you'd have no problem. <laughs> Told you. It's starting to get a little warm, though. I thought about pulling the ice pack out and just setting it on the glass. It's not getting warm. You're silly. Setting it there. <laughs> you're just oh, getting man. hotter because you're getting drunker. I better take off all my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll just I'll bend over and start shaking my butt left and right. Hot in. Hot in her. It's getting hot in here. All right. Um, There is a Switch programmable keyboard adapter called Keyboard.gg, which is up on Kickstarter. It's about halfway through its Kickstarter. They've made about $5,000 of a $13,500 goal. Its primary design is to play Super Smash Brothers with a keyboard. I mean, they had they had a, a GameCube keyboard, so why not? Yeah, but sure. it, like they actually showed the mapping for it, so you can watch like some of the videos. And they even have like they have a website up now that shows you the directional mapping that you have, and you use WASD for doing the twenty four point or more uh, 
like setups for for doing your controls and then you can pre-program in like other keys and stuff like that for for doing like precision controls it's it's a thing it's a thing i'm sure you know just people want to use what they're comfortable with so good for them good gg the best thing is (laughs) (laughs) is that i sent it out in a slack channel and and i got i gotta pull this up because uh when i sent the article out it the main snippet that popped in is that ever wanted to try Smash on a keyboard? And the first thing that came back in the Slack channel was, my answer to their question is, no. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, okay. Dreams is fucking crazy. Uh, dr- <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, go, go, go talk. Talk, Jason. I mean, there's, there's, for every, like, beautiful and awesome thing that I've seen, um, I've also watched tons of, like, hey, you just walked into dick land, and here's all the penises <laughs> of the world, and, or, you know, just, just a random bullshit that just, it, it looks like, I mean, it's, it's the same as, uh, uh, Little Big Planet, you know, like, yeah, good on them, people. good for them making a great game that, the stuff that people make, it's fucking insane, at the same time, the stuff that people make is fucking insane. <laughs> like it's, it doesn't need to be there. I'm sorry, the guy that made Sonic RPG, that it's way better than any Sonic like third person Sonic game that Sega has ever made. To be honest, I wonder if they're gonna run into an issue where someone's gonna create like, hey, I made all of, you know, Super Mario RPG, you know, in dreams. Enjoy playing the entire game in its entirety. I made it, and they're gonna get hit hard with something. Um, I think that it's not parody, but there there are laws that help with that it's really hard with like game development is is certainly like something weird um but i think it's considered a parody interesting because people have done that where they've recreated entire levels of games in little yeah but entire levels of games or looking like it is one thing but i'm talking about like you take like super nintendo game or nintendo 64 game which it's not overly graphically complicated so it'd be easier for a person to spend the time to do oh, people have done it in minecraft again though that that's still not quite like in dreams you can get like you can almost get one for one and that's that's my thing it's just like hey if someone is able to make a one for one then it's just like you're able to differentiate just by looking at it i think that that's where it's going to go down yeah i'm, my I'm curious i'm just curious <clears throat> Well, and I guess the question is, is like, what would happen? It's like, would they just pull the game or pull the level down? Like, what would they do? What I, what I like most about Dreams is it's really just become, yeah, they just pulled down the level. What I like most about Dreams is that it's literally become the YouTube of video games where you can just sit there for hours, play anything you can and anything you want to and genres and stuff like that. I mean, Little Big Planet was kind of like that, but everything was a platformer. You know, you I didn't really took, have uh, much of a... It took to like Little Big Planet 3 before you finally got away from the platformer. Even still, a lot of it was, you had very basic mechanics of what you could could do and could not do. It was all puppeteering and stuff like right, that. Right, yeah. You could get yeah. you could get to where you can make like the machines to do stuff. And yeah, yeah, it was different. They they had a lot of really good stuff. I mean Mario Maker 2, you know, you can get to where it's just like it's blowing your mind of what you're actually doing. But Dreams fully allows you to be like, hey, I want to play a first person shooter. All right, here's a billion of that. All right, I want to play a exploration game. Hey, here's a billion of that. You know, there's really whatever you can ha huh, dream up. Hmm. <laughs> Oh man! If you can dream uh, it, the you one can thing, the one thing that I will say is that fucking full English breakfast that you sent over. Yeah, 
fucking super like, detailed. Spot on looks real. real. Like, yeah. Look up Dreams Breakfast. Yeah. Just pull it up, like pull an image search up, and it's it is a full English breakfast. All the beans, like individual beans, glistening in the in the bean sauce, whatever the <laughs> fuck you want to call it. The sausages, the eggs, the the potatoes, every, everything. Blood sausage, like it's fucking awesome. It looks amazing. Yeah, it looks delicious. It actually made me hungry looking at it. So. I'm hungry talking about it. <laughs> I'm not because I'm drinking a thick ass beer. <laughs> yeah, you're drinking like 400 calories of beer. At least. At least. <laughs> at least. All right. And last, but certainly not least, is a whole bunch of Xbox Series X information. So the Xbox SX, is that what we want to call it? XBXX? All right. Uh, to resume games after even reboot, which is cool, because now you currently can only resume, and then like if you back out of a game or if you reboot, you're fucked. It's not storing anything. Uh, they also have said that you will get Xbox One cross-buy. So if you buy an Xbox One version of a game and it's available on the Xbox Series X, you will get that game as well. You just have to put the disc in and download it the same way that you do with the uh, the 360 and the Xbox games currently for doing that. Which is really cool, but they gave a shitty-ass name. Yes. What was it called uh, again? Smart it was Delivery. so bad I didn't even put it on. Yeah, Smart Delivery. That's right. <laughs> Fucking dumb. And... They have confirmed that it will have 12 teraflops of data processing or graphics processing. So on the resume games even after reboot, what worries Mm -hmm. me about that is I'm willing to bet that it's based off of cloud saves and that you have to have Mm -hmm. online connectivity to to use that feature. Maybe, or it could be storing it into cache on the solid state drive. Uh, That's what it sounds like because they kind of sound like it's because the SSD is why they're able to do it. Okay, good. And, and it also says that it will support multiple resumes as well, which cloud saving wouldn't be great for that because your internet speed could hinder the quality of the load times. Yeah, cool. Though well, that's good. I mean, I, I'm just looking forward and not looking forward to the first console. Whoever's going to cross that thing is just like, hey, this is just you know a doorstop unless you have internet. <laughs> which Microsoft tried to do with the Xbox One. They did try. Yep. And there was I'm so really much backlash about. that I'm not surprised that they did not try to do that with the Xbox You know which Xbox. console has already done that? The Stadia. Oh, it's going to say the Atari. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's not out yeah, yet. Yeah, that's just paperwork. That's and Stadia is not a uh, console. It is. It's a Chromecast Ultra. <laughs> no, it's not a console. It's a Chromecast Ultra, not a console. Oh, man. Okay. Um, so I guess I will go first. Sure. We're sure. moving on now to... We are moving on to what we're playing. Reviews, new uh, games that we are doing and playing. Do, yes. do play that. Do that, play. That play do. <coughs> that, that play nice. Do. Nice. Um, do play. In which case, I we got review copies for Langrisser 1 and 2 from NIS. However, I had not gotten a chance to start playing them until today. Uh, graphic enhancements are good. Um, and the, the, the audio, like it, what's really cool is you can switch between the old school and new school, and then you can have like old school, new school audio and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Um, but I didn't start playing that until tonight. I only got like 30, 45 minutes into it. Um, as Chris saw all the graphic enhancements went into the anime titties. Yes. (laughs) Good, good, good use. Like ample, ample anime titties. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say that. 
Um, but what I did do a lot of playtime into, and pretty much all of my game playtime, was on Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, which I have been waiting for this game to come out since before E3 last year. Was excited to see that it was at E3 and got a chance to play it. And now it's finally coming out uh, tomorrow, 3-3-2020. Or so I'm able to actually talk about it now because the embargo was lifted as of three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time this podcast gets posted. Yeah, yes. the embargo will have been up for at least a day. Um, it's a fucking good game. Uh, I had prepped everything that I was going to say and then I watched, I like glanced at a Kotaku article for it. And Kotaku's fucking stupid, so I'm not surprised by what I read on that. Um, <laughs> but for a fighting game... It's awesome. It is not the fastest fighting game, and we talked about this uh, in our post E three stuff. That it's it's not a it's not as crazy as uh, Guilty Gear or Blast Blue, but it, it solves its niche. Every character has completely different speeds. Every character has completely different move sets and reaches, um, and every character is completely unique, which is what's awesome. They all have different weapons. They uh, for the most part all different weapons, um, but. They play completely differently. Uh, and you've got a character that uh, I'm spacing on her name right now, but with the bow, it's like, <laughs> I, I played this, I played through the, the story or through the, like the regular arcade mode entirely with her. And Shannon's sitting in the bedroom with me. <laughs> She's a scantily clad <laughs> chick with big ass stiletto heels. And a magic bow <laughs> jumping around. And then, like, at the end of every one of them, she, like, leans down and she, like, grabs guys. She's like, oh, man, you couldn't last that long. Like, all this subjective stuff. Shocker. Stuff. And I'm Shocker. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. However, okay, so she's a distance fighter. However, she can fight up close really well and close distances extremely quickly. So while you have, like, it's like up close and far away as far as your range attacks. There's not like a whole lot of medium. You can get in and out of distances extremely fast because she actually has like a fast double jump that you can do that nobody else has. So everyone's got uh, their high, medium, low type stuff. And then they also have their character specific skills. Uh, one of them will bring up a shield that will block a lot of damage while she preps an attack. And in this girl's case, she will actually jump, and then you can double jump in and out of things, which is really cool. Um, and all, every character's got a completely unique skill that goes with that as well, too. Uh, all of their fighting moves and everything like that are spot-on, beautiful, just like what you would expect from Arc System Works. Uh, the same people who created Blaze Blue, created Guilty Gear, uh, did the... Um, kill a Kill. Kill a Kill, that's yep. it. I was trying to remember. And also have made Fighters. Dragon Ball Fighters, which is a beautiful fucking game. Not as fast as Fighters, but it is just as beautiful as Fighters. Uh, what was really cool, and that uh, was a, a thing that I hadn't really noticed anything in like in what I was reading about this game, is you have like your standard versus mode, you have arcade mode, and then they also have an RPG mode, which is kind of like the old RPG mode from uh, Soul Calibur Three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's similar to that as far as where you play through this really long set and you go through and you and you collect other characters. However, they also factor in the ability to collect weaponry, hmm. assign weaponry to your character, level up weaponry, unlock unlock like or uh, 
duplicate and unlock weaponry levels and they have different levels as far as like or different grades of quality of the of the weaponry as well plus then uh sub skills leader skills all sorts of shit that goes with like it's it's really super in-depth rpg system nice um and if you know anything about grand blue grand blue is a a full rpg for mobile and browser platforms that then became an anime and has now become a fighting game so that, there's a lot built into it as far as the the, the weaponry and everything like that. Yeah, that it's RPG on two seasons may, now too, I think, for the anime. Yeah, second season for the anime is already out. That RPG element may be what gets me to come on over. Yeah. Um, just because I think this is a good example of a fighting game that you can enjoy if you're not huge on all fighting games. Like, there's enough here for you to really enjoy. But like you said, Eric, I think there's other ones that do it maybe just a little bit better. That'll Like, if you're if you're really into it, you're going to play Fighter Z, right? I mean, that, like, that's where you're going to go if you're going to go for the 2D fighter right now. Yeah, and it's all pacing, too. Um, it depends on what type of pace you like. Uh, they've had this game in beta for so long. They've had a lot of people that it's already been added to Evo. Okay. So this is one of the this is one of the fighters that's going to be at Evo for this year, uh, and because it's technically sound, like it is, it is probably one of the better technically sound fighting games that I've played. Interesting. In time. Awesome. Um, the other thing about the RPG that I thought was really cool is that unlike the the Soul Calibur one, where it's like one on one fights, uh, I was telling you about this, is that you play through it and it actually turns the fighting arena into a side-scrolling beat-em-up area. Every once in a while, you'll have a single one-on-one fight or two-on-one fight if you've got two characters with you, but it will convert that arena into a, a side-scrolling beat-em-up area a la, like, final fight type things, <laughs> which is really cool. So it, it adds a different depth of complexity to your fighting mechanics that you have for a traditional uh, fighting game. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> It uh, gives you it gives you a lot more ability to practice your different moves at different distances and for different heights too. One of the things about this game is that height is key, especially considering they have a character like Charlotte, which if you remember is that like teeny tiny dwarf with the giant tall uh, crown on her head, <laughs> and she can't get hit by high, by high hitting moves like at all. She's way too short. <laughs> for so you have to you have to do low hitting moves to do it. She takes a lot of damage because she's she's basically a little girl, but she has a smaller hitbox, which is really cool. And it's like she's got that giant crown. The crown does not count in, in her hitbox. See, now this makes me want there to be like a Demon Slayer fighting game that, where you hey, can be that, Nezuko, Nezuko in and then just go small Nezuko. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I think that that would only be in, in uh, Evasion. Because Nezuko is only tiny in Evasion. Right. And then as soon as she went on the offensive, it got big again. <laughs> <laughs> However, having at will <laughs> teeny Nezuko. <laughs> so every time that you hold back... As if like you're doing like you're doing like a, a block. <laughs> she just goes small Nezuko. <laughs> yeah, she just goes small Nezuko and runs backwards. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Arc system works. There's your next fighting yep. game. And actually they could. There's a lot of really good shit that they could do with Demon Slayer. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, I highly recommend this game, especially if you like any type of fighting game. Um, If you want to get into an anime-style fighting game, like if you want to give one a try, this is definitely a really, really good one to pick up. Um, Everything I've played on this game, it's like a 9.5 out of 10. Wow. Nice. It is a solid, solid fighting game. And the fact that 
they like I sat there and I was like, oh, you know, my streaming stuff, like I can only stream up until this X amount part on the RPG system. I was like, okay, well, that won't matter. I'll probably just be playing like a whole bunch of just rounds on the arcade because you could do all that. Nope. I ended up going way past the <laughs> RPG like cutoff. I was like, oh, well, I guess I can't stream <laughs> and just kept playing. So highly, highly, highly recommend an amazing fighting game. Uh, we were given a review. However, as we've talked about before, just because you gave us one doesn't mean that you're going to get a good review. No, um, not all. But this game is solid. Highly, highly recommend. And that's it. That's all I got. Nice. nice. No, that's good. I've been playing I, a lot on that game. That RPG element really has me intrigued. I would like to play some of that. Yeah, sure. It's on the I Beat It First account. Yeah, Grab I'll check it, it out. <laughs> for sure. You made me download it the other night when you were over here drunk as fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I was so drunk. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> I was so drunk. I sat there and I was like, I was like man... I should go home, or I could just sleep on the couch. It's much easier than calling an Uber. I just then gave you a blanket, and you're just like, yes. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> bed. Give me that gamer bed. Yes. <laughs> I told Shannon. She she was left. She's like, yeah, that's what I figured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. All right, who wants to go next? I can go next, I guess. All right. Uh, so to round up, um, Death Stranding, I then platinumed it. Uh, I think I didn't have that done by last time. And so I went through everything and just, I, I couldn't get enough of this game. I just wanted to keep playing it and love it so much. Bought soundtracks, did all the stuff that I possibly could for everything. Cause it was just such a great time. Which I enjoyed. Wait, you separately bought the soundtrack? Yeah, I did. I both, there's two of them and I bought both. Nice. Jesus. All right. I mean, I didn't even get all the music either because there's a shit ton of music in the game that is never played annoyingly. But it's uh, um, it, it is something that has been a lot of fun. There's talk of DLC that's going to be coming out here and more expansions for uh, Norman Reedus and the Funky Fetus. But it Which is. Which I think I forgot to send this. <laughs> they are coming out on PC on June second. I think it is coming out on PC with this June Half Life. Yes, with Half Life items. Yeah, you get like a. Oh my god! I thought that was, I, I thought that that was a joke article that I saw. No, no, nope, it's real. <laughs> get a werewolf head crab. The two would work very well as like a, a similar dynamic. So yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic game. Honestly, you need to play it if you haven't played it. It's super fun. I mean, honestly, if it's not even your jam of a gameplay style, wait till it's twenty bucks. I guarantee you, you'll you'll be like, oh man, I wasted my time not playing this game before then. Um. Secondary, after I got through uh, Death Stranding, I was like, all right, I need to play a game that's just like I can turn off my brain and not care about and just like do whatever. Uh, And so I jumped in on the stupid sale that they had for Division (laughs) 2. If you didn't notice, Division 2 was down to like $3 online and, you know, you could get like the ultimate and, you know, gold editions for like $10 and $15 respectively. So... I sat there and I was looking at this $3 purchase and I was just like, you know what? I enjoyed the division one as a bargain bin game. You know, I paid, I think $10 for it back in the day. It was a fun little game. I mean, it was, it was like, Hey, I know that borderlands exists, but I've already beat that to shit. So why not play more of the same in a loot shooter? That's more quote unquote realistic. And division one did a great job of being like, Hey, here's some exploration. Here's a story ish. And a reason to keep playing. It did fine. Division two is pure shovelware. If you are not prepared for 
what you already experienced in Division One to be carbon copied and just jump right back into it, then you'll be sorely disappointed. Um, that being said, though, it still has a lot of the benefits of Division, which is a good, solid gunplay. You know, the mechanics are there. The the fun of a looter shooter is still in existence. The drops you get don't seem to be as exciting when you do get something uh, that's fun to do. Um, I'm not to end game yet, so I'm not really too focused on the loot just yet because everything's always going to be better as I go on. Um, but it, it, the the money that they spent just was on like designing what little set pieces that they wanted because the rest of it is utter trash it is almost impossible to play this game without running into multiple uh glitches errors uh the game pointing you in a wrong direction than what you're supposed to be uh graphical problems all over the place the pop-in is really bad uh the world's beautiful if you stand still but obviously in a shooter game, you're not supposed to ever stand still. So it's there. Storyline is non-existent. I still don't know who the big bad guy is. I know there's factions that are bad to go against, but I have, I have no idea why I need to be murdering them. And, you know, if you really step back in, in a world of division where it's just like there was a global outbreak like the coronavirus that killed like a lot of people. And now we're all just trying to fight to survive. Like, you're like, hey, we're from the government, so we're right. But at the same end, like, these people are just trying to survive, too. And you're just like, no, fuck you. I get your water, you know? And so, well, yeah, fuck yes, them. The, Murder's fun. They, they, domain, yeah, fuck them, exactly. <laughs> they, they do a good job this time. Like, that was my big complaint for Division 1. But in Division 2, they did a good job of being like, hey, we found this hidden footage about this faction leader. Would you like to watch it? And you watch it, and it's just like some, like, shaky cam video of them being just like an absolute asshole. It's just like, why would anyone follow this person? <laughs> and whatever. Let's murder them all. You know? And so it's just like, there, there's it's very weak. It's very limited. You see the same stuff over and over again. You start memorizing, like mission maps just because they do obviously reuse areas and stuff like that which is kind of annoying but if you enjoy the idea of the looter shooter and you've already beaten borderlands or you don't like the borderlands zany sci-fi you're like no i need to play something that's more quote-unquote realistic then here it is i mean you're not going to be impressed but here it is hopefully you bought it for three bucks <laughs> um <laughs> because as eric was over we found in in the white oh house which God, is like so the bad. in which is in like the main base of operations uh one of the ladies who gives you like uh missions and stuff like that or gives you progress reports she was stuck in a t-pose and i was like oh yep see eric see here's this lady that <laughs> has loaded stuck in a t-pose that looks stupid awkward what made it more awkward is that all that was stuck in the t-pose was her arms and, oh no! And, and the, the top, top of part her of her cleavage. cleavage. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The top part of her cleavage. You couldn't see that until she moved. So she would do this. But little, she like, moved like it, the big. The best part is that she moved so far off to the side that the top part of her cleavage was to the left of her body. Yeah. So, so it's it, classic so had, Ubisoft. The classic yeah. Ubisoft. You had just empty sh sleeves floating around <laughs> and then these arms sticking out in the middle of nowhere in a classic T-pose position. And it's just like, that's creepy <laughs> as hell. And and she talks. She talks to you. Like, you need to talk to this person. It's not just like, oh, you'll never, like, unless you're really looking for it, you'll never find it. No, fucker. She's right there in the middle of the fucking room. Like, you're going to talk to this girl. Deal with it. Deal with <laughs> it. And then just so many stupid stuff. Like, I, I keep 
like every time I play, I'll play for like an hour or two at a time before I start getting annoyed or bored. And it was like, hey, you know what? Price is right. I, I, I'm not, I don't feel bad being out on this. Now, what's fun is that because I was like, you know what? Treat yourself, Jason. Go ahead and get the most expensive version on sale, which was $15. $15. And uh, uh, it was $17, you told me. It was after taxes. Sorry. So, <laughs> but here's what's awesome is that that $15 game that I purchased was at a, a release $120. Now, if I paid $120 fucking dollars for this bullshit and all I got and was it like. It didn't include DLC, doesn't right? Doesn't include, like, it doesn't include season pass. Like, it includes wow. year one pass, which is like basic stuff at the very beginning. Oh, and you get to play a little bit earlier so you can play three days before release. Obviously, who gives a Yay. shit about that? But it's just like if I paid one hundred twenty dollars for this game, and all I got was like some outfit looks dumb and a gun that I obviously replaced immediately. What the fuck? Like I would just be, I would just be so upset. And even at fifteen dollars, I was just like, treat yourself, Jason. You can mm. get that hot dog backpack, like little treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. You know, I, I have enjoyed that aspect at least enough. Just looking back, being like, at least I didn't spend one hundred twenty dollars like this moron over here. <laughs> oh, fuck. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it is it is, God, just dumb. Like no wonder yeah. they needed to delay all their shit for a year or two. Oh man, yeah. fuck. Was that all you've been playing? That's all I got right oh, now. Oh, so right? it's me now. It, it is. Yeah, you. that was, I, I just want to say though. That that T pose was so bad, so so bad. Just floating arms and T shirt moving. It oh god, it was so bad. And cleavage. What the fuck? Yeah, like she doesn't even have a low cutting shirt, so they had to animate her cleavage onto the character. But then it was just stuck. Yeah, but it's like, why is that part of the arms? Yeah, don't know. <laughs> Unless it just happened to be another layer that got stuck, but that's just weird. All right, Chris, what you been playing, homie? Uh, so I apparently had this in my Steam library for a few months now <laughs> that I didn't know about because I just kind of saw it and thought it was an old demo, but <laughs> the Gothic Playable Teaser. Oh, yes, <laughs> that's, that's right. right. <laughs> so if you had any of the other old Prana Lights games, any of the Gothics, the Risen's, Elix, um, they just any of those. <laughs> they gave you the Gothic playable teaser, which was a teaser, little demo of a remake of Gothic, the original Gothic. Um, and then there was a quiz at the end. If you played for like over an hour, or whatever, they'll give you a quiz um, to say, "Hey, do you like this? Should we make this a full game? What do you want to do with?" Because uh, THQ Nordic now has the franchise rights to Gothic. They were opening up a new studio. I'm like, hey, we're going to give you a project here to get you guys spun up. Remake Gothic as this little teaser. We'll throw it out there to the fans of the series and see what they think about it. And overwhelming positive results over like 95, 98% whatever said, yeah, go for it. From what I saw of it, it looked super great in comparison to the original. Yeah, the original's old. Like, yeah. Because I... But I mean, like, they did a really good job of making that remake of that of the demo. Yeah, so, like, I made... I played Gothic 3 to completion. Loved Gothic 3. Tons of weird bugs and not necessarily the best. <laughs> There's issues, as with all the Gothic games or all the Prime Bites games, but I loved it to death. 
Um, this one's kind of fun. They kind of up, they updated the combat system. So now it's more kind of like For Honor. We have now three directions where you can block and swing. So you gotta kind of swing where they're not blocking. Like um, For Honor? Yeah, like I said, like For Honor. That's yeah. what I just said, yeah. Uh, hey Jason, mm. quick update. You're done. Mm. The crowd is gone. <laughs> Told you. We're at the end. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so, in the beginning, they kind of say like, "Oh, this should be like an hour plus." Like, no, I played this game for two fucking hours till I beat the nice. demo. So nice. It's definitely a little bit sizable. I also did not go up a single level. <laughs> I go like. Well, they probably designed it that way. They probably didn't put any like any leveling up in there so that you didn't have to worry about it. Well, yeah, because it's like 2,000 experience points to go from level 1 to level 2. I got to like 1,500. <laughs> <laughs> Did you kill everything, though? Uh, Not everything, almost everything. But there's probably a little more I can explore and try to kill, but... Uh, so there probably was more murder that could have yep. happened. <laughs> Did do like a lot of little side quests, too, um, in the quest, which... <clears throat> There's definitely some issues I had ran some bugs where I had to like back out and get back in just so I could complete this quest mm -hmm. or pull this lever to go up and down. Um, and But also in true gothic fashion, which I kind of like, was for the quest, it didn't really give you much hints. It's like, hey, yeah, this guy's got a letter on to show you where the stash is. You pull it up. You have to look in it in your inventory in like the small little screen of just, yeah, it's a... Uh, there's some like weird thing and the stairs behind there, <laughs> and that's it. No, that's good. I love so, shit like, like that. I'm just wandering around, yeah, and then I see like the wolf head thing, whatever, hanging mm -hmm. up in this temple, and it was like, oh, huh, that looks familiar. So you go behind there. The other like a note I had to go find the secret stash was even worse. Like it has like inventory list, and then was like a line with another line with like some rain things like. Yeah, don't get it wet. I'm like, well, don't get it wet. So maybe it's near the river. I'm just going to go hang around there, kill some stuff and look. And hopefully I stumble upon it, which I did after like <laughs> 20 minutes. But I really enjoyed that. So I played that for about a couple hours. And then now the Wilson's released, which also has its own issues. Um, one thing that's changed, like I was smart not to keep playing it when I was in early access. <laughs> Because they did do a character wipe. Um, good, good. Okay. The other thing is they went from like three passive skill points per level to just to, down to one. So now you don't get so OP so fast. So that's some difficulty. The AI is kind of weak. Um, part of it, you have a buddy with you and sometimes he'll do good for the most part. But sometimes he'll you just notice he'll be standing there like not attacking enemies. Like, bro, what the fuck? Help me out. Um, but... It's definitely somewhat enjoyable. Um, I like some of the differences it has between the other Diablo-like games. Like, you choose your class at the beginning based off, which is just melee, ranged, or magic. But you're not stuck in that choice. You can change on the fly. Because um, all your spells are based off these, like, tokens you, you find or you can buy. And you use them, and then you get that spell. But they only work with certain weapon types, whether it be, like, staffs, catalyst, or ranged weapons, or melee weapons. And so you kind of tailor yourself as you play the game and what you feel like you should be doing. But that's all I've really been playing. So I did get a little further in that than I was beforehand, which is good. Nice. Awesome. So you're looking forward to Gothic and you're looking forward to, what's that called again? Wilson. 
Wolfson. <laughs> play I want that. Like every time you say it, like I forget it's called Wolfson. I want to say Wolf Mother, which is that like British yeah. band. <laughs> I want to say Wilson. <clears throat> oh, Wilson too. Yeah. Hi, Tim. How you doing? <laughs> Wilson. Hi, Tim. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you gotta cover the face yep. up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He's dead now. Oh, sad. <laughs> Way to fucking buzzkill it, dude. Jesus Christ. Oh, we didn't even talk about how the Konami Code guy died. Oh, oh. he's dead now too. Yeah, we had to pour one out for our homie then. I didn't want to throw that in the news. And so is the actor studio guy. Postpone our podcast. The inside, what? the actor, the inside, yep. the actor studio guy. He died. Damn, Gina. So there's the three. There's the three. Then, yep. huh? There's the three. All right, so I guess it's time for Jason's favorite jingle. Wait for, wait for what? Wait for wait that for the bargain. bargain bin. The bargain bin. Yeah. The bargain bin. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna change every time. <laughs> perfectly fine, everybody. Don't worry about it. That was pretty good. It. Off the top of my head, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Oh, I'll take credit. It's pretty good. All right, so we are going from today, March second, to March. 13th? Okay. Hang on. March 16th. Ooh. That is the day that we are going to. You just so missed the cutoff for the only game that matters this month, but go ahead. The only game that matters? There's really only really two that I'm like hard. I'm sure that it's the only game that matters. No, Eric, this tell month. me why I'm wrong. Go. All right. Okay, so wait for the bargain bin, everybody. Uh, if you didn't already wait for the bargain bin and you missed out because I think they were saying that Division 2 was going up in price now that the DLC is out. <laughs> if it went up beyond $3, do not buy Division, Division 2 or Warlords of New York. God. If it's $3 and then 5 maybe? But that 5 is not going to include the Warlords. They'll probably do like the nope. whole thing. Like, but like, that's what I'm talking about. It's like 5 for the for Warlords. Like if No, Warlords if is like that, at least 20 bucks, I believe. God, fuck that. Wait, wait. wait but they're the taking bargain. you back to New York and they're raising the level cap. Come on. Wait for the bargain. Bin. Yeah. The bargain. They'll, they'll release another <laughs> Ultimate Divinity Division release for $2 again. <laughs> Alright, uh, another way for the bargain bin game is Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. <sighs> which is a fucking remake of a 2005 Game Boy Advance game. Remake? Say that oh. with me. Say that with me, folks. Game Boy Advance. Nice. But is it a remake? Like, so they, yes. they, they update everything? Yes. Well, uh, I don't even think you can call it remaster when it's that bad. Well, I mean, like the remake of Final Fantasy or Resident Evil Two uh, was phenomenal. Maybe, but this is also a mobile game. True, or not a mobile game, not, but a, a advanced game. Yeah, yeah, yeah a Game Boy Advance game. It's similar. Okay, let's put it this way. I'm probably putting this out there the same as Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. <laughs> okay, to where it's a watered down version of it. Pretty certain. Wait for the bargain bin. However, the biggest problem is that this is a first-party Nintendo game. So you can wait for $5 off at max. You're yep. going to wait for a real fucking long time, folks. <laughs> um, Another one getting added to this coming out on March 13th, which Pokemon comes out on March 6th. Uh, but coming out on March 13th, My Hero 1's Justice 2. Did anyone know they're making a sequel? Yes. Yeah. They talked about it at E3. I remember talking about the first one. 
No, we talked about it at this previous E3. And that's right. the problem is that it's only been a year since the other one. Came. Right. Well, a mm-hmm. year and four months. I don't even remember seeing anything about it at E3. Yeah, we played it at E3. Two? One's Justice 2. It looked exactly like it. Yeah, you could have told me exactly that that like was the first, this, the yeah, first yeah. game. Yeah. Yes, no, I, I think I actually said that. You're like, why are we playing this game? It came out and I said, this is the sequel. And you said, what? <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're like, just fucking go by one hero one. Well, <laughs> like, I'm don't sure even need. It's probably a continuation of whatever storyline there was that they were telling. Yeah, it still has a lot of the same characters though, because they had a lot of like the a lot of the uh, the the League of Villains and stuff like that already in there. I'm pretty certain. Just fucking play My Hero One and or Grand wait Blue for this one to come out on the bargain bin. Wait for the bargain bin, which is all right in. Non wait for the bargain bin news games that you really should buy at full price Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, yeah, that comes out on March 11th for PC and Xbox One. And if you're one of the 18 people that has an Xbox One out there and still plays it, other than playing fucking Call of Duty and shit, buy Ori and the Will of the Wisps. It's a great Metroidvania game. Phenomenal. You can get the first one now. I think it's on everything, even on the Switch. And, um, you know, you definitely do that because it's such a good game. And then the yeah. second one plays super well as well. And as always, it's like every year. This, this is kind of like a an every year thing. MLB the show. It's really the only good baseball game out there. Yeah, but there's no yeah. fucking reason to buy that game. No. If you like baseball. Who likes it's, baseball? If you're like six people out there that like baseball. By baseball. I guess. Uh, Jason is right, though, that one of the only other reasons to buy a game doesn't come out until March 20th. Yes. I'm sure that Jason's next to talk about Wait for the Bargain game, and he'll talk about that mm-hmm. game. And I'm pretty certain that he'll also add another game that comes out on that same day to Wait for the Bargain bin. Maybe. One of them will rip and tear something. We don't know which one it will yep. be, though. I do I, like I, the crossover games of them. Both though. Yeah, the crossover yes. memes are very yes. great. Crossover memes are good. Um, I will say though that since Anne will not be there at SeltzerCon, we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> True. <laughs> but those are those are my way for the bargain. Do you, do you see anything else in there, or do you dispute any of that? No, I, they're no. only small releases. It's just like meh, whatever. You hit the main ones that I was worried about. Yeah, it's like I'm just I would like say maybe at like, toss up being Neo two. Uh, Neo two. Um, Didn't that come out the fourteenth? I thought it come out. It comes out the thirteenth. Oh, like, even the fourteenth would be fine because the thirteenth is a Friday. Uh, Neo twos. I never played the first one, but everybody fucking loved yeah. it. Jason, you loved. The yeah, first I love the shit out of Neo. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't know. Hang on. Before I pass judgment on this, I want to see how much it's going to cost. Well, it's a normal game. Uh, wasn't it? A, wasn't Neo one? Slightly cheaper? No, it was a normal game. It was 60 bucks? Yeah. It, it, if you loved Neo, there's no reason not to. I bought Neo 1 on the bargain bin and was surprised at how awesome it was. However, I'm still... I'm, I'm not going to buy it day one. Yeah, it's it's full price. The digital deluxe edition is $80. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. It's a gorgeous game, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun. I think they did a lot of stuff of a Souls-type game better than normal Souls games. Like, it's... You get to still feel cool, even though you may suck, but it's not enough for me to run out and get it day one. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of like, it's a toss-up. 
If, Ooh, yeah, if you loved it, Neo get it. One is currently fifteen dollars on the PlayStation Store. Is that with all the DLC? Uh, that is the greatest hits edition, and I don't think it has all the DLC because it lists the DLC as like purchasable. Stuff. Yeah, I paid fifteen dollars for everything in the DLCs, and that was a lot of fun. I think, I think you got like a yeah, you got like the deluxe edition or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. It's a great game. It's it's a much more enjoyable souls experience just because there's a storyline there's actual reasons of what you're doing like code vein kind of like code vein but not as arcadey crazy <laughs> it, not, it's, not as anime you are you are a samurai that's fighting hey, so hey, anime and yeah no god titties there's no waifu. titties no no big titty god, god girl unfortunately simulator <laughs> i mean there is a big titty goth girl but that's different that it's i know. will say this if you want a if you want a good souls game and you don't feel like paying 60 bucks try and find code vein on sale which you usually can right now because it's been out for a little while and code vein is an awesome soul it's game. fun it's good and fun goth waifu simulator goth waifu mm-hmm. simulator one of the most <laughs> in-depth character creation goth waifu simulators the gothest <laughs> waifu simulator if i might say <laughs> the gothiest. It's it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's it. Uh, Jason, why don't you give us a blog? Sure. Hey, you. Yes, you listening right now, talking to us about games and shit like that. You should listen to us more. How do you listen to us more? You go to ibiff.co. What is ibiff.co? It has all of our podcasts on it. That's right, all of them. All, all two, two of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is this podcast you're listening to right now, so continue doing that. The other one is our sister podcast, Cutscene, where we talk about other shit, mainly anime, just anime. It's, it's an just anime, anime podcast. Yes. <laughs> it's an anime podcast that you should listen to and For watch podcasts with us as well. Yeah, single season, uh, limited run anime. Right, it's a lot of fun, it's stupid, enjoy it, let us know what you think. Otherwise, check us out at ibdefirst.com, you can see all of our recent like written reviews, what we're currently playing, somewhat, mostly it's just aggregate for our podcast, who cares? Drop in, give us a line, tell us what you think, you love us. just do whatever you want and let us know. Uh, you can do that by emailing us at anything at ibdefirst.com, Chris, Eric, Literally. Jason, anything at ibdefirst.com. We'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your ideas, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Doesn't matter. We want to know. While you're on this whole like kick of letting us know what we're doing right and wrong, you should also go on to your favorite podcast streaming provider and rate us, review us, do whatever. Let people know that we're here and alive because we've been doing this for 70 episodes and dear God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, check us out. <laughs> yeah. Good, Good job, job, Jason. All right. Uh, on cutscene, we actually are starting Bofuri. Which is going to be awesome. Uh, what's, what's the subtitle? I didn't want to get hurt, so I maxed out yep. my defense. <laughs> That's it, yep. <laughs> so I found an exploit uh, and all exploits. Yes. It, yeah, and literally all exploits in a virtual reality uh, RPG, which is going to be awesome. Already so, super uh, annoyed from the first episode. What? <laughs> yeah. Super just, annoyed. Just keep watching. It'll Man, it's so annoying walking so slow. I should really change that. Well, might as well put everything in defense. You dumb <laughs> bitch. What did you just say? <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> Gets attacked by everything while she naps. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. While she wakes up, her defense is higher. <laughs> Man, when she starts like compounding that shit, that's oh, so great. <laughs> Anyway, oh man, check out Anywho. cutscene mm-hmm. for more. All right, and uh, if you do message us, we have 
Megamine explosion stickers that you could have on your car. Limited edition. Yes. Limited edition. Super limited. I only ordered a very small amount of these. If you email us and you let us know that you want a Megamine explosion sticker, we will send one to you, as well as possibly a big ass I Beat It First sticker as well that can go onto your car as well. So there you go. This will be seen on Schulte's Driftmobile. I do believe so. He sound excited. Oh. He's kind of redoing his car right now a little bit. Um, I will give him the artwork if he wants it to just go straight up on the <laughs> on the main like. I don't know if he's re- he's refreshing his suspension and I think his bumpers. Like, saw him pull everything oh, off okay. the front bumper. So, if you look at his All story, right. but <laughs> either way, I will give him I will give him the artwork for it if he wants to just have it included into the main one. Otherwise, he can have stickers. Yes. But it's it's a big six and a half inch sticker of Megamine yelling explosion that you can put right over your exhaust on your car. It'll be perfect, <laughs> especially if you have a ricer that shoots fireballs. All right, that shoots <laughs> fireballs. All right, thanks a lot, everybody. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye bye. SeltzerCon 2020. SeltzerCon 2020. SeltzerCon. Watch us get fucked up. SeltzerCon. At SeltzerCon. TM SeltzerCon. TM. TM SeltzerCon. We own that shit now.